What is up? Welcome back to Side Piece Season, the number one relationship side piece and getting your shit together podcast on the planet. Number one podcast on the International Space Station and across the earth. I'm your host, Nero, and we are going to be talking about autopilot, those habits and patterns that may or may not serve you. Things that you were just going to do automatically because of the way you came up, because of what you've been exposed to. And again, they may or may not serve you. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Autopilot habits, patterns. Now your brain is lazy. It wants to conserve energy uh, for more important things, right? Your brain wants to have you ready and and prepared to rock and figure out what you need to do to make more money so that you can leave your job and just work for yourself or early retirement or just be happier in your relationships. Your brain is like, what is the next best thing we can do? What's the big thing that's going to make this guy's life or this gal's life pop and explode? I'm not going to spend a lot of energy on normal, everyday, basic shit. Um, So if you repeat an act enough, your brain just makes a pathway for it. It's uh, if you think about tying your shoes when you were a kid, tying your shoes was a big thing, right? Like at first it was very hard. You had to do a song or there was some sort of rabbit around the tree, all of that stuff. And you you really had to focus on that. You couldn't talk to anybody else. You certainly uh, couldn't do anything else. You had to focus on tying that shoe and then tying that other shoe. Eventually, pathways got laid down. It became so easy that you do it on autopilot. You no longer actively think about it. Some people have this term muscle memory, which I kind of hate, but it it speaks to the point you move your hands a certain way enough times and, and your hands just can do it without you thinking about it, right? You're doing it without any real thought at all. A perfect thing for this or example of this as an adult, driving home from work. You can drive home from work with zero recollection of the trip. Why? Because there's things that your mind via your eye and the stimulus that you take in knows okay keep going straight oh turn right here oh straight again and then left and we're home you drive home after work and realize that you made it home but have no recall whatsoever of the entire freaking trip Eh, could be a good thing right could be a bad thing most of your day in fact you follow established patterns without much thought at all. So there's tons of times that you think you've made decisions and you think that you're thinking things through. You are not. In fact, you just went along. Your brain was like, this stimuli, this stimuli, this stimuli, I do this. You just carried out the action. Now, I'm not saying that you never think at work, but I'm saying that you probably are thinking a lot less than you actually are aware that you are not thinking. Does that make sense? Um, But... Basically, everything can become habitual. Everything can become a pattern. And that includes your emotions and your emotional responses. So what are those habits? What if those habits are not helpful? What if those habits are detrimental? Then you've got to do something about it. You've got to figure out a way to interact with them and and modify them, right? You are listening to Side Piece Season, where we talk about the good to the grimy, i.e. real life relationships. Whether you're being shysty to yourself or to your partner or to your partners, we hash it out right here. If you have something that you want to ask or something that you want to know, just stay tuned in. We're getting there. All right, back to the show. Okay, so emotional patterns are established by your past. 
it's usually comes into an if then type of fashion. So if you do slash do not do blank, I feel or will do blank. Um, tons of examples for this. If you don't wash the dishes, I'll feel like you don't give a fuck about the fact that I cooked for you. If you don't fill up the car with gas, I feel like you don't care about whether or not you're doing your half. If you do have more sex with me, when I do buy you something, I feel like you're only with me for the money. There's tons of things that can kick in, right? It's not limited to childhood events is my point, though tons of things that happen in your childhood will probably go into some of the patterns that you have. But anything that happens to you, if it happens enough, can establish a pathway. Now, what's your response? Is your response to this stimuli beneficial or harmful? Um, Maybe kind of more of a troubling question is, are you habituated to seek out negative situations and stimuli in the first place? Um, You know who you are or, or, Maybe you don't know who you are because habits are so automatic. Um, You could be modeling a pattern that occurred to you secondhand. So perfect example of this is the parents that are with each other in a shitty relationship, but they stay together. You see them fight, sometimes verbally, sometimes physically. You see all of this bad, bad behavior modeled and presented to you as love. Now, In the early, early, early stages, you're not going to be able to know that that's not healthy. They're responding, they're interacting with people in a, with with themselves and each other, I should say, in a negative way. You won't be able to delineate that. You won't be able to know that. And so you're going to think that that's okay on some level. And that pattern's established and in your head and you've got to do something with that, right? Like that's in there and it's not going anywhere. So how do you address that? Well, you got to take certain steps and the first step is identifying that the pattern exists in the first place. What is up? You are listening to Side Piece Season, but may we interest you in Side Piece Science? With Side Piece Science, we get into the factual data about all things relationship, from the physiological to the psychological, we're taking a look at all of those perspectives. Things that are perfect for the nerd like me that desires a more full picture of themselves and relationships. We'll keep you posted, but for now, let's get back to the show. All right. How do you fix, air quotes, fix the negative pattern? Step one, you've got to identify that there's a negative pattern to begin with. What are the triggers? What is your response? You got to know those things, right? Those have to come out and be clear to you. Now, I've said it one time. I've probably said it a thousand times. You may need a little. You may need a little professional help for this one. This might not be something that your friends and family can help you with. This might be something that you got to talk to a pro, and it could be anybody. Uh, man of the cloth, of course, psychologists and psychiatrists, uh, counselors of whatever kind. You got to figure out and find whatever is going to work for you. To that end, I got to say, just go out and do it. Whatever you need to make you figure this out and help you to fix the problem, just do it. 
Fuck the stigma associated with psychiatric help and counseling. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not something that you should be able to man up or woman up and just push through. You're probably going to need some help. Because like I said, this is something that's automatic. You're not even thinking about it. You might not actively even be aware of it. And yet you're going to do it over and over and over again. Or it's going to happen and you won't know how to change the pattern. Step two, once you've identified it is modification. You've got to create a new pattern, a new habit. Um, when it's all said and done, I've heard him say that you can't actually ever get rid of a, ha- of a habit. It doesn't go away. What you can do is make the new behavior, the desired behavior, the desired habit, easy to do and make the unwanted one more difficult to do. Remember, your brain's lazy. So if you can tweak those and make the, the new behavior that you desire easy, and the old one that you were always doing that wasn't serving you well, difficult, your brain's lazy. It's going to stick with the easier of the two. But of course, emotions play a role in this. So um, that leads you into step three, which is to practice the desired response and not continue to do the undesired response. You got to get your reps in doing this the right way. You got to get your reps in doing what you want to do behaving and responding in the way that you feel is more productive and more beneficial to yourself. You've got to be purposeful. This is when intentionality comes into the to the picture. So with this intentionality, you're going to have to wrangle in those destructive, non-productive thoughts. You can't act on them. You definitely do not want to allow the negative thinking to just become slash remain habitual, right? If you tend to go to that negative place anyway and you ruminate, which is step four, no rumination, you, if you let that happen and you keep doing it, it just enforces the pre-existing pattern. This is all about changing the pattern, not experiencing the pattern that you already had, right? So step four, do not ruminate, aka let that shit go. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going to say before you even say it. I'm supposed to turn a blind eye to this fuck shit? Nope, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to not ruminate. You can't just stay in the past and keep dealing with this thing. So something that runs along with the no rumination is you need to set boundaries. From the jump, you should set your boundaries. Set them and stand by them. If somebody violates them and continues to violate them and you've gone through and you've done the communication and you've done everything that you can to let them know, hey, this is my boundary and you keep crossing it. Violators get the ax. It's that simple. You just have to let it go. Now, that's something that you might not want to do for various reasons, right? Fear of being alone, um, that weird sensation that you get, that doom and gloom feeling like, if I let go of this person, there will be no one else. This is the only one for me. If we're not together, I'll be destitute and alone. That's bullshit. We always think that. You know, there's there's not that one person out there for you that's perfect for you. And certainly you're not going to be um, destitute and alone without somebody that's negative. Like, is it really better to have somebody that's bad for you than to be alone? Again, I keep harking back to some of the earlier stages of the podcast. Loneliness was one of the reasons that she side pieced up in the first place. So obviously loneliness is a big thing. It, it, it's reach and impact goes across the board. Some people just don't <clears throat> don't want to admit it, but most of us do not want to be alone. That's not how we were built. That's not what we were made for. We're supposed to be together. It's supposed to be um, communal, and you're supposed to have you know that other person 
riding shotgun with you. Life is so much more interesting, fun, and better when you have a companion. So that is it, man. That's that's all that I have for you. We're done this season. Excuse me, this season. Side piece season. We are not done with side piece season. And we're not done with the season because we don't have a season. We're going to go all year round. Um, I want you guys to continue to check in. Uh, I hope you have a great week. Make every day count. Make every day great. And uh, we'll see you back here again on Monday where we'll run it back. If you have any questions, comments, or anything to say, hit me up. Drop me a line at sidepiece underscore season on Instagram. Um, We got a lot of things coming. Website is in the works. Uh, Patreon in the works. Buy me a coffee in the works. Trying to make more content get more things out there and get the community really going so we have a way to talk and you guys can interact with me and with each other not necessarily need me in the picture at all that said i'm out i'll catch you again next week peace ended like over a minute ago why are you still listening are you i mean thank you um anyway since you're still here i um really want you to reach out and ask me some questions um some people have asked me about uh having a hotline logistically i'm not ready for the hotline yet just because it would have to be i would have to record at a given time and i'd have to get another phone line i just i'm not saying no I'm just saying not right now, but anyway, we'll see. Thanks for checking out the show again. I really appreciate it. All the people that have listened, the day ones to the day zeros to the, to the day doesn't even matter. I don't even really know how that expression goes. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll get more uh, interviews coming up down the pipe. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Peace.